I'm here with Teresa. We are all wearing parkas and gloves. It's so cold in here. How cold do you think it is in here? Just above freezing. James, how cold? Fight like hell has frozen over today. That's how cold it is. <laughs> so Teresa, you've been, you were involved in my campaign. Um, you're from Alden, right? Yes. No, you're not. Well, I'm, <laughs> from... I'm, I'm currently from Alden, um, but originally from Buffalo. City of Buffalo. City so you grew up, you went to Alden when you were young, like... Middle school, yeah. Middle school. Mm -hmm. And your parents, can I say this? Um, yes. Your parents were, were freedom fighters. Well, my, my grandparents. Grandparents. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. Uh, so your grandparents were freedom fighters in where? Um, my grandmother um, was part of the Warsaw Uprising um, of 1944, um, fighting against the Nazis who were taking, trying to take control of Warsaw, and they held it for 63 days. My, my grandfathers also uh, fought um, in the war. Did your grandparents come to the States first? or? My, um, my mother's parents came. They were refugees after the war, ended up coming from... They were in England, first Germany, then England, and uh, brought their kids over here. So they went to, they went to Black Rock and Buffalo, and mm -hmm. you guys moved out to the countryside. Mm -hmm. And you're a farmer. Can yes. I say that? Yeah. Yes. You're, like you have a, a, like a real sustainable farming thing happening, right? I do. What's the name of your farm? Little Woods Farm. Little Woods Farm. Mm -hmm. And I've had some of your, your vegetables are the best. Thank you. Like I don't even know what they are. They're like things I've never seen before, like purple carrots. Stuff yeah, I like, like that. to try all different things. So yeah, it's fantastic, and it really is delicious. So what is it? Say it again. Little Woods Farm. So how long has that been going on? Um, I'm going into my fourth year now. Fourth year. Yeah. And it's it's fun. Yes. And you every week you're at the Alden Farmers I, Market. I am at the Alden Farmers Market. Yep. With the whole family's usually there. Yeah, the family's there. You know, it's it's a good time, a good good community. If I look at you guys, you're an all American family. Your your husband's a football coach. Yes. He's all ripped. I saw him at the farmers market. <laughs> and like you're uh, I mean, you just got a beautiful family and you seem very quiet and and, mm -hmm. and kind. So what got you to stand on corners to protest Chris Collins? I guess this this rage that had awoken within me after stemming from the 2016 presidential election, where I, I couldn't just sit by and be uh, complacent anymore. I felt like we finally need to get in and do something because people, you know, were, were getting into office that really had no business being in office who weren't good people. When I first met you, you'd introduce yourself as a resistor. Yes. A resistor sister. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, holy cow. So, you're, so you, how long have you been that involved? Uh, resisting. Okay. Um, so it has been now three years resisting. And what does that mean? To me, it means when there are things happening in the world, like, um, for example, the Muslim ban, ban or crackdown, they're trying to take transgender people out of the military. Those kind of things that I believe are wrong, that I'm going to be there at a moment's notice, you know, holding signs and saying, I don't believe in this. This is, this is wrong, and we need to stand up against this. Now, you stood on the corners here in, in, in western New York all over the place, sometimes with dozens of people, mm -hmm. sometimes with people in costumes. Yes. Um, I was out there a couple times with you guys. Mm -hmm. It is quite a scene. Mm -hmm. That takes a lot of courage. It's not easy to do, right? I guess for me, it got to the point where I, I didn't care that you know people that I know might see me holding a sign. It was because I this is something I'm passionate about, and I need to say we can't just stand stand by and let these things happen. So, so what would you say to people who say, "Well, that's just a bunch of noise. They shouldn't be out there." And um, I 
I had we had people saying that you know that you go home they were you know said nasty things to us and everything but to me it's like here I am standing up for something I believe in and I believe it's right and I think that everyone should be able to do that well I agree with you I think look at we've changed this country before through protest it's we're sitting here on Martin Luther King Day mm-hmm. he changed the country permanently yes. he has stopped apartheid in our country and he did it through street protest yes. to a large degree. There was other parts of it, but that was an important element. James, your thoughts on this? Most definitely. I, you know, I think one of the things that made Dr. Kane so successful is that he was uh, able to see that you know, prejudice against African Americans wasn't something that harmed their own community, but it was also a systemic uh, evil that harmed the psyche of white Americans as well. And I think what's really important and is often overlooked with uh, Dr. Kane, especially at the end of his life, he was organizing a poor people's march where he wanted to bring uh, poor folks of all colors and creeds together to march on Washington to demand economic rights and justice. Absolutely. So there isn't a formal resistor sister group. It's just what people who are resisting call themselves. Yes. Other than... The famous Resistor Sister Chorus. Yes, the uh, Women's Resistance Revival Chorus of Buffalo. Do they practice? Yes, yes, okay. we do. Um, depending on the season, I mean, summertime we kind of took some time off, but it's really every other week now. Now, are you, who are those women that are related to you somehow? Oh, my, my mother and my aunt. Okay. Yes. They look, they look young. I thought they were maybe something younger. I don't They're know. I'm going to love you for saying that. <laughs> Well, so your mother and your aunt, mm-hmm. who are super progressive, by the way, and yes. super active. Yes. Is that where you got it from? Yes, I, I believe so. I remember um, going to, um, it was a, um, something in, for Children's Hospital because they were thinking about closing it, and there was a rally, and they brought me along because, you know, they wanted to make sure there were enough people there to, to, to fight to keep, this, keep Children's Hospital open. So things like that. We've They've been involved in. in. In community things, yeah. Well, man, they grilled me the first time they met me. Yeah, I'm they, sure they They did. wanted to make sure I was, you know, mm-hmm. at least semi-progressive, and they, they came away, I think, happy. Yes. But, man, they, they really grilled me. I remember we were in a backyard party, and they, yes. put, they took me aside, and it was like, it was like 60 minutes or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so, so you're part of that chorus. Yes. Which is a very diverse group. It is. And you perform at most of the marches and functions. Yes, we've been. We just performed at the uh, Poor People's Campaign. There was an event they had in Black Rock. So. And are you a natural performer? No, no, I'm not. So that's out of your comfort yes. zone to do that. Yes. And what's the famous song they always do? Take your power back. Um, we have Rich Man's House. Okay. Which is great. You know, I, I went down to the rich man's house. Oh yeah. I took back what he stole from me. Yeah. And take so, it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it. Mm-hmm. What else is there to do? Um. We've done a few other songs. Um, we did What's Going On. Um, oh, you did? Gay, you yeah. did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I always like seeing them. And you guys definitely seem like you're having a good time. We are, yes. Maybe we should start the Fight Like Hell chorus, me and you, James. Is it, is well, it? Yeah, he could play as a... <laughs> I don't know. It might, might be more of like a barbershop quartet. Me, you, Matt, and Torn. <laughs> Sounds horrific. Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring your Carol clarinet. The, the, yeah. the yeah. events are not the only thing that's going to be rocky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. I just wanted to make sure we covered that okay. because people see them. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, even I, when I first saw it, I said, what is this? Mm-hmm. So it's just, a, it's just an organic group that got together and started performing. Yes, yes. And it's um, basically, you know, uh, resistant joy, you know, expressing ourselves in a joyous way as a form of resistance. And guys, just to make sure everyone understands, 
When you see them in front of Buffalo City Hall, there's a farmer from Alden as a member of that group. So yeah. don't stereotype or don't classify. That group draws from all across this region, across That's Western true. New York. You worked on my campaign. Listen, don't pull any punches. What was that experience like? Working on the campaign? Yeah. It was, it was thrilling. I mean, it was, to me, the most amazing part was people from, you know, who came in from Buffalo, people who came in from you know, very rural areas, um, and people who had never gotten involved in anything like this before, all of a sudden who were, who were saying, I need to do something, and stepped so far out of their comfort zones. And I think that's, that's how we're going to, you know, how America is, is going to change, because we need to step out of those comfort zones. And it was just people saying, they come in and they're saying, I'm, I'm a Republican, but I can't take this anymore. Or, you know, there's a woman who, was, who said her husband is, you know, voted for Trump, and, and she just wanted to do something because she couldn't, you know, she, had, she felt so strongly about, you know, you and, and all that. So I think it was, it was the people and everybody coming together in a way that I had never seen, and they were excited. They were, you know, they, they came to the offices, and, and that, was, that was to me very thrilling to see that. I think it was real. Um, yeah. I mean, people wanted to be involved. And they felt they needed to be involved. Mm -hmm. And they were coming in off the streets. And I think because we were doing it the right way by mm -hmm. actually meeting people. I'm reading this book, Bernie Sanders' book, and he says mm -hmm. you have to meet people. And I'm, I'm, I'm more aware of how politics works now than ever before. And it's so corporate. It's really about being a profit center and driving revenue for, for a lot of people, in a, for, the, for the political machine. And I think the way we did it was – the way politics is supposed to be done. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't perfect. It wasn't like IBM, but it certainly was real. And I think that's why so many people are demanding that we stay involved. Well, definitely. I think uh, the authenticity aspect had a lot to do with it. And you know, I think I said this last time, just even the way we fundraise, a lot of the money was small dollar donations from Western New York. You know, people just saying, hey, I just have five extra dollars. It's not much, but I know that can go a long way towards your campaign instead of getting it from a corporate donation. And I think on top of that, just even seeing Nate as this, uh, you know, homegrown boy who, you know, had you know, international experience, uh, he, however, decided to come back home and raise his family and truly saw that NY27 in Western New York was worth fighting for. So I think that's in large part something that resonated with people as well. Teresa, I want to say to you before we wrap this up, I'm very proud to know you and your family. You're good people. Thank and you. having you involved in my campaign was an honor. Thank you. And I think that you have a, like an internal goodness that people see. And I think people are drawn to you because of that. And I'm proud that you're going to be involved in this Fight Like Hell project, which, which is essentially a way of keeping that grassroots democracy alive. We don't want corporate um, politics to overtake what we built and to usurp it. And we want to help other people get involved who are in this for the right reasons and not in it for career pursuits. So are you proud to be doing this? It's going to be, it's going to be challenging. Are you, are you excited about going forward, whatever comes next? I am because you know this. This started off with with the protests and everything, and this is the direction I want things to go in to help people get involved. Um, for me, especially to help women get into politics um, and to make sure that 
you know, this is not something, like you said, it's not a, a corporate thing. Um, it's, it's just, I, I'm excited to, for that aspect of it. And I think you're doing it the right way. We're, we're all, this team is, is wonderful. I'm excited for the events that are coming up. I think they're going to be fantastic. And I think it's going to get a lot of people involved. Well, I need you because you have a unique perspective and a u- unique voice and you help me look at things differently and you, you fill in a lot of the flaws that we have as a team. I think some of the events are going to be ugly, frankly. They're, you know how this works. I remember when our campaign first started, we had five people show up, mm-hmm. and then pretty soon it was 500 people. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I'll say, one caveat I'll say is people should be aware that politics isn't always smooth. So some of our events are going to be rocky. Some of them are going to be great. But it's not like going to the mall or something. It's, it's, it's a unique, real experience mm-hmm. that requires your participation for it to work. Yes. I remember people would come in and say, I don't like the computers you guys have. Like as if we were some type of service provider. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, well, you'd be happy to donate your computer if you'd like. Yeah. I mean, we, we, people don't realize that we're just regular people doing this. Yes. And we need more regular people just doing this. Exactly. So we'll see you where February. We're going to have the third week in February. We're planning on tentatively. Mm -hmm. We don't want to disclose the location yet because we're trying to lock it up. Mm -hmm. But it's likely to be in Canadagua, boot camp, and town hall. Yes. We'll be there. We're going to invite the public to be there. And we're going to make sure that that the people have a voice or an opportunity to be heard, uh, whether or not our representatives care. Exactly. So. Yeah. And people need that. They want to be heard. All right. I'll see you guys soon. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thanks for being on the first episode.